to fear me. Fear me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. And welcome back to Fear Me Podcast. Yahoo! Yay! This is episode 42 of the Fear Me Podcast. We're going to be covering Fear the Walking Dead again. Mid-season premiere happened. Season 2, episode 8, entitled Grotesque. It's back! It's back! And I was really excited about it coming back. And now I'm not so sure. (laughs) (laughs) I was very excited. I'm still excited. (laughs) Well, what have you been doing since we had our break? We've been off for three weeks. What have I been doing? Yeah, what you been doing? I don't know. I'm not doing this. Yeah, enjoying yourself, (laughs) taking a nice needed break. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did you miss it? Did you miss doing the podcast? I did. I actually did. I I did. There was a couple times I was just like, oh, man, we're not doing the podcast tonight. I know. I, I felt the same way. And I miss talking to you, Scott. That's well, true. We have because we don't talked. like talk to you normally, just on the podcast. Right. Exactly. Yeah, this is our therapy. This is our therapy. This is how we <laughs> keep in touch, folks, through you. <laughs> because the brotherly <laughs> bond is so strong. It is. What's your name again? <laughs> uh, isn't it Sam? Uh, no, Stu. Stu. That's what it is. Well, what about you guys? What did you do? We put an offer on a house. Look yeah. at you. You're yeah, we, we talked about it. We talked about it before we went on break. Oh, we might be buying a house. How about that retaining wall, though? That sounds like a bit nice precarious. <laughs> For our listeners. It's not strong enough to hold back five children. So I don't know if we're going to be going forward with that house. But, you know, we, we put an offer on a house, then we were like, you know what? We have to sell our house. Yeah, there <laughs> so, is that. So that is that's what I've been doing for the past three weeks. So the past three weeks has felt like one week and so, not enough so time. F- folks, they are now starting to understand the basics of economics. Yes. Mm. You buy, yes. you must sell. Yes. Okay. Yes. But if we We're can manage to do that, we'll have our own podcasting room. How about that? Yeah. Because the house has Stu a basement. can get out of the garage. He can get out of the garage and into some air conditioning or heat in the winter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have fewer frog sounds, probably. That's a little mm. disappointing. Might have to pipe some in. I know. I know. I know. I know, I know our people... listeners will miss it a lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, it's the, it's the kind of touch that makes our show so special. Well, yeah, it's, you know, you got Scott, Kim, mm-hmm. and Stu in a cave. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Stu on remote. <laughs> Live from the front lines. That's right. I'm out here with the people in the street. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, Kim, let me ask you, what you drinking? Oh, I got a good one tonight. It's called Phantasmagoria, like the magazine Whoa. Whoa. from our youth. It's really yeah. good. It's another IPA because that's pretty much all I drink. But um, it's an 8% and it's super smooth, but it's a Hello. little bit bitter at the end. It's really, really yummy. Where's it from? Um, Do you know? Yeah, it's out of Oklahoma, so we're not doing mm-hmm. local this time. But that's all right. It's from a um, a brewery called Prairie, which apparently was mm-hmm. recently bought out by Budweiser. Oh, that's <laughs> disappointing. Yeah, but um, it's really good. Well, at least it is for now. Yeah. 
We've tried, Scott, I think we've tried some of their stuff before. They had some good uh-huh. We have? Yeah. Good beers. Yeah, but that's before Budweiser got their hands on it. Scott and myself, Kim. Oh, uh, okay. Because I don't recall. We've been on the prairie. Yes. But yeah, as soon as he, we went to Chris at Growler Time to get Phantasmagoria. Uh-huh. Cool. And as soon as he said the name, I was like, oh, I got to try it. Just because of the name. Because it reminded me, you know, the magazine and then the movie Phantasm, which was like the freakiest movie ever of my childhood with the um, creepy guy and the ball that levitates and shoots things at your face. So Yeah, kind of like, uh, for me, Fast fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? uh, No. Oh, sorry. Total Wrong kind of creepy. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, it's really, really good. So I recommend it. Good. Yeah. Good. Stu, what about you, bud? Oh, man. Kim picked up a, a fun one for me. It's Star Trek. Whoa. Yeah, Star Trek Brew Golden Anniversary Ale. It is called uh, the Tribble with... No, I'm sorry. The Trouble with Tribbles. <laughs> is it's it really? 50, yeah, the yes. 50th Anniversary Ale. It's actually really good. You got to put a picture of that up on our uh, on our Facebook page. Already done, buddy. Yeah, nice. I think Kim did that. Nice. Yeah, um, Chris said it was really good. So what does it taste like, Stuart? Because I haven't tried it yet. Uh, tastes like a rich ale. I was actually thinking it was just gonna be garbage, but it's really good. Is it like a pale ale type thing? Yeah, yeah, okay. but it's a little, it's a little uh, fuller taste, a little oh. darker. Not as taste. hoppy. Not yeah. as hoppy. Mm, not at all. No, it's good. Like a full sale. It actually is kind of like mm-hmm. the full sale IPA. Honestly, I gotcha. And it's not anything like a PBR because it's like a real beer. Yeah, yeah. So it might actually make you talk like, uh, um, God, Captain Kirk. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dr. Professor, whatever. Captain. Dr. Oh Professor, <laughs> wow. Captain talk about Talk about a blown line. Wow. <laughs> the phantasmagoria is getting to me already. I didn't realize Kirk had so many titles. <laughs> He's been getting around. I'm going to have to put his uh, version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds on this recording. <laughs> oh, you should. That is excellent. <laughs> nice. That is a nice. fantastic Lucy version. in the Sky Skies with Diamonds. With Diamonds. He's <laughs> <laughs> a guy. He's a great guy. Ask him. Um. <laughs> Which, you know what, is actually interesting because uh, Shatner has a, isn't he part of that new show? Yeah, with a bunch of with old guys Terry Bradshaw and, um, and who else? Henry Winkler. Yep. Oh, right. What is that called? I don't know. It's called uh, Scary Old Guys Running Around the World. <laughs> well, if they didn't put Terry Bradshaw in there, I think it would have been fine. I, I'm not I a big Terry fan of Terry Bradshaw, Bradshaw but... Well, I'm not a big fan of William Shatner. <laughs> Shatner's awesome. He's hilarious. He, he loves he himself. Funny. He makes fun of himself, just like Winkler. Oh, my God. He's so in love with himself. I mean, the man's in his 80s now. Oh, like, I know. Give him a break. I know. He can have his moment. What are you He's drinking, Scott? I am drink, drinking a four-foot drop from um, Natahala Brewing Company up in Bryson City. Oh, uh, cool. It's a that session pale ale. It's a tropically hopped session pale ale. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. very nice. We stopped at their uh, brewery a while back, and and uh, I finally found some in the stores here. And uh, it's really good stuff. Cool place. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yay. You should post a picture of yours. I will do that. You post a picture of yours and I'll post a picture of mine. Mm. Wow. (laughs) A cutting room floor. Yeah. Hey, so anyways, Scott, (laughs) since you were just going and you got the flow, what did you think of the show? What did I think of the show? (laughs) Grotesque, episode eight. Yes, Grotesque, episode eight. Um, I actually liked it. 
believe it or not. Good. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was pretty good. It was a little slow, but uh, Nick is such a great character that, you know, I, I, I enjoyed watching him. I mean, you know, uh, what's his name? Delane? Is such Frank a, Delane. Frank Delane is such a great actor. And mm-hmm. and um, I thought that the, a lot of the situations and so forth he got into, he did such a fantastic job with. You know, it, you, sure, it wasn't a fast episode, and I certainly don't want them to get on a whole row of, of just separate episodes about characters or, or the smaller groups. I, you know, but I think something like this every once in a while is okay. I probably would not have used it for um, the coming back from this the mid-season hiatus yes mm-hmm. i think this is one right. i would probably done more like in the middle of the of the series you know while all the series are going not not as your i think you needed something a little bit more powerful coming out of the hiatus but if i look at it as a standalone episode i thought it was really good mm-hmm. um and i thought um i the flashbacks they were okay i mean they were kind of typical to me, I mean, it was just typical reflect back on the junkie yeah. and where he got up. But the situations, you know, like I, I thought like the, with him and the dogs and so forth, such fantastic scenes. Mm-hmm. I thought they were really good. And the scenery was great. And they yes. did a really good job with the music, too. I mean, you know, I'm certainly sh- sure you guys were bored, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Why I, do you say that? Uh, I think you'll probably tell me that <laughs> because we've already told you that. <laughs> but I mean, but still, That's I think we got to stop texting each other. Yeah, but I still think, um, you know, especially later on, as I thought about it, I, I, I could see it as itself being, uh, you know, pretty powerful episode. I mean, Nick's the best character on the show, and he finally got some background to him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think I agree with you mostly, but, um. It definitely, this should not have been the episode that we came back on. It was so slow. And yes, Frank Delane is amazing and he's a great actor and he played the character really well. And actually, this, the storyline was pretty good and I was very excited to hear his backstory. But oh my God, walking through the desert and that's all you saw? Like, seriously? Come on. That scenery is beautiful, though. Scenery was beautiful, but that does not yeah. carry an episode. I'm sorry. No, I agree. I agree. Especially, <laughs> like you said, coming back from the break. If this was like, um, I don't know, a break for 4th of July or something like that, you know, like a one-week thing, mm-hmm. um, sure, I could see that happening. But not like a break over the entire summer and they came back with this. I it, agree with you. I totally agree with you on that. can't say I know how they would do it any way different as they go forward i agree with you scott i hope they don't start just going you know person by person or you know two people by two people like they've done with um with the walking dead like after the farm broke up or after the prison broke up or or that sort of thing but frank delane is a great actor uh but i just i don't know i mean there was there was no dialogue, and I have to preface this with a little bit that Kim and I were exhausted coming in to watching this, and then coming in and watching a show for an hour that was extremely slow. And I looked at I looked at my watch; it was like fifteen minutes went by. I was like, "Man, I don't know that anything's really happened." Mm-hmm. I know we were like, you "What know, are we going to podcast about?" Like he put one foot in front of the other, <laughs> and like, <laughs> I, and I, I want to watch it again. Honestly, I want to watch it again because I think there's a lot more to it um, than I probably pulled out of it in the first time. And uh, I, I know the cinematography was great. 
and um, you know, learning more about Nick's backstory, and I'm sure it had a lot to do with him kind of breaking his addictions or you know, uh, realizing something more about himself, learning more about himself. But the entire time, the only thing I could think about was where the hell is he going? Right. But I think like, that was where kind is he of... trying to go? Cause he's extremely motivated to be putting himself through so much shit to not really know where he's going. Well, I think, so. I think that's part of, part of the message by, by what he was doing and even some of the flashbacks. He's always been searching for something. And I don't know if he necessarily knows what it is, mm-hmm. but he's he's a vagabond. I mean, he he's you know he lives moment to moment, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think he he said it. You know, he said he was looking for a place where the dead are monsters. So and you know, and he had gotten a clue that some people are headed north to, towards Tijuana. Now let me ask you this. Now and that that was from the maid from Celia's yes, maid, right? Yeah, it was right. like yeah, go through the uh, the mountain range that looks like a woman's back or whatever right exactly um i'm i'm assuming by some of the scenes i've seen for previews and so forth that we're going to have an episode coming up with um what is it strand and madison yeah, next and episode yeah. is supposed so to be that right them with the big ed- adventure in this hotel i'm thinking right right looks like there's going to be a lot of action in that one right right i think i probably would have put that first same Same. Put that one on last night and then put the Frank Delane one on afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I mean, I have, I have a feeling they really kind of shot themselves in the foot with this one coming out first because you're coming off Preacher, which was full of action, full of, you know, content. And then you come back to a very slow episode of Fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, They could, they could really turn a lot of people off at the start of this. So. Uh, that are just going to be like, ah, I'm not even going to bother with it next week. I mean, right. well, not saying the no, majority. I'm just saying there's a, you know, there's a lot of people watch this show. So. And that's what I saw on social media last night was a lot of people are like, um, either they had stopped watching it a while ago or they were like, yeah, last night did it for me. I'm not watching it anymore because it was too slow and it doesn't make any sense. See, I was reading a lot today of people who thought it was really good. That yes, it was slow, but that it was really well done, mm-hmm. and they loved they loved the focus on Nick's character. Well, most of our listeners thought it was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, but I just I just think they did you, it out of they didn't do it in the correct order, and I think the I reason agree. they did that is just because Nick is the most popular character, and they wanted to come back with him. But mm, bad bad right, idea. And, and, and we don't know, maybe this next episode or whatever has some ramifications to what Nick's into right now. So, you know, maybe they had to do it first. I have to say that a lot of the ladies liked it. <laughs> he is dreaming. <laughs> yeah. The the Twitter was blowing up with, I love Nick. Jeez. <laughs> Especially when he's all a gore fest. Get over yes. it, ladies. Exactly. Who wants to snuggle up next to that? Not me. I did thought uh, it made me crack up that scene when he's Bring saying goodbye to uh, he's saying goodbye to the maid and and the little boy. Yeah. And they're all giving him these big hugs and all. And he's like covered in blood. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. She like kissed him on the forehead. I was like, yeah. Ew. And the little kid, he puts him under his arm, like, hey, little buddy. You know. And I'm just like, armpits That's are probably gross. Like, he's got to be like he's hugging nasty. an onion. And yes. and even oh. even in his flashbacks, his hair was still a rat's nest. Did the boy oh, ever terrible. brush his hair? 
in no. his entire life. No. It's like he wants to be Rasta, but he just can't get around to it. I know. He's like a half-assed Rasta. Make a commitment, Frank. <laughs> Make a commitment. Either yeah. do it or don't. Like, fell asleep on a lollipop. <laughs> Was oh that God. a bird's nest? <laughs> Even on The Talking Dead, when they showed the little clip of him that he filmed at his mom's house, his hair is still a wreck. I know, I know. Well, that's what he is. I mean, that's that's how that guy is, you know. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, just as a synopsis, I think the, the to start out this show mm-hmm. uh, with this episode is just a little, way too slow. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit, I think people, I, I mean, I, I, I would say this group definitely wanted to be blown away by the first episode back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, though, I stepped back and kind of looked at it as an episode by itself, and not necessarily where it was placed, and um, found it to be pretty, pretty powerful and entertaining. You know, the the only other thing that bothered me was during the commercial breaks they kept watch they kept showing the um, the Walking Dead with mm-hmm. Negan. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm extremely excited to see that. Same. Those so the contrast awesome. of seeing those two, mm-hmm. like I, I definitely saw, okay, this show is completely different. Mm-hmm. But man, like just seeing that commercial with him, like Negan standing there in front of the people, mm-hmm. I instantly got like kind of an ill feeling. Like, oh. I will tell you, I'll tell you this too, Stu, kind of playing to that a little bit. Um, you know, the one thing that this show was supposed to be different from the walking dead is is that it was supposed to be showing you how things went down okay mm-hmm. right. how society came apart and so forth but you know what we're it's we're done with that i mean yeah we're in it we're 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 back it's this it's it's the walking dead with a different location right there's exactly. no there's no recollection of what's happening well, around in the larger world mm-hmm. in but, a way they sort of keep hinting that there's some semblance of society still around a little bit but they don't in see mexico that. but they don't No, see you that. don't see it no you don't see it at all I there's mean, there's you know i mean they keep making a couple small references to it here and there but you know i really was hoping you know again that we'd still be seeing something about the breakdown of society and so forth well, it, it was sophia was the the maid celia's maid that yes. he was meeting with or that um i guess saved him at right. the start of this boy that's a severe um, looking woman isn't it <laughs> yeah but she was she was talking about going towards where Not she was tijuana. going south. Oh, north no south. Oh, north or south oh south okay yeah tijuana was but, north yeah because there's still it's still based on rumors as to where society still is well she's right. going south so, to get juan's uh dad Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, get oh, the I kid's know. father because yeah. she owed the she mother was, or something. Yeah, she was making some mention of city people going towards the city or something like mm. that. So. Right, which No, means that's what dead. she was talking. No, she was talking about the people actually going north to Tijuana because Nick was asking her, you know, where are these people going to be able to go who, who feel like Cecilia did? Right. You know, that the dead had value. And she was saying, well, some have talked about going towards Tijuana or going north. Um, because some there still value the dead. And that's why he went mm. north. And that's why he went north, right. So, um, but no, she was he- she was heading in the other direction. I, I, but, you know, I, that's the only gripe I've got is, is, you know, this is The Walking Dead in the Southwest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was really, I really was hoping, hell, I, was, I would have been happy if he found something on the damn radio when he picked it up. Mm. You know, just yeah. something. You know, throw some bone here. 
was that boy the one that was down like that fed the walkers or the yeah you know what i think he is dog yeah yeah he's celia's um wait is he celia's son who is that no no he was uh he was probably one of the helps kids. Yeah, um, is what I'm guessing that worked right. on, on their plan. Because remember, he was um, what's his name? Daniel found him and said, "Who are you talking to?" And he says, "I'm talking to my mother." And she was in the cage. Exactly. Oh, right. The dead. That's right. Right. Yeah, that's right. So now he's. That's why she's taking him to find the father. Gotcha. Uh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Or that's why uh, Sophia's taking him. Right. Yeah. Let me let me say this. Uh, in between then. Um, and when he finds the shelter, all they started playing that uh, the song, um, How Low Are You Willing to Go Before Reaching Your Selfish Goals by Jose Gonzalez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The imagery and so forth when that song was playing was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a great, um, you know, prelude to whatever he was going to get into. Mm-hmm. But um, I really thought it was great. Just him walking through the desert and so forth. Um, and then he sees the, the northern highway she was talking about and so forth. Um, thought that was a fantastic scene. I thought it was one of the best scenes of the show. Mm-hmm. Tell you the truth. Yeah, I really like that too. And, and the imagery that the song provoked was very, very powerful. It was mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, yeah well-placed music. Still, you need to put that on the podcast. No, sir, I will not. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> but again, during that, it's like, okay, yeah, it's a good song and all, but it's like, come on. Let's get moving here, people. <laughs> okay. Well, Nick Nick starts running in across different. Uh, I guess he runs into those vehicles on the road, um, and I guess was that when he ran? Did he run into the? the well, that's when he has the first before? flashbacks. No, that's when he. Remember, I think he, if I remember right, he's like looking at himself in a mirror, and then he has a flashback to mm-hmm. to being in the um, being in the rehab equipment or equipment. rehab place. <laughs> Facility, yeah. Excuse me, facility. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, playing with, uh, oh, what was the girl's name? Sharon? Gloria. Or? Gloria, Gloria, Gloria. Gloria. Yes, playing Gloria. in the thumb that wrestling. That was their original Gloria from the opening episode, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, you know, and they're in the rehab, so forth. So you kind of get a, a feel for Nick and his rehab stuff and so forth. Um, again, nothing real surprising there. Well, it did actually kind of strike me that she was such a, Gloria, was such a Uh um, normal, quote unquote, girl in rehab that she looked like the the girl next door. And here she was hooked up with with Nick with the disheveled hair and baggy clothes. Still baggy clothes at that point, too. Mm -hmm. She did not look like the druggy type, but he was like all over it. It's still, it wasn't like it was a revelation or anything. I mean, I was just kind of like, okay, all right. Yeah. I mean, no, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Um, matter of fact, so no big deal, we can move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fact that during that discussion was when um, she kind of drew out the, oh, yes, his, his feelings about oh, his, his dad, father, right, right, right? That's true. Yeah, that was that was strong. Yeah, and at right. first I wasn't sure if yeah, he was talking we, about uh, Travis or the real dad. Mm, mm, but, no, he was talking no, about the real I, dad. I could, yeah, he could tell he was talking about his dad because, I mean... Uh, and he, he, I mean, she, she said, why don't you talk about your dad or why don't you face your dad? And he, and he said, no, I'm going to face my mom first. Right. And, and then, and then he said, off. you know, he, he, he said something like, he's a nice guy. I can't lay all this on him or right. something like that. So his dad, I'm, I'm guessing was experiencing heavy depression. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. Would be my guess. Um, yeah, because he, he like ends up almost yelling. He's like talking about how, well, you can't deal with the w- real world now, can you? Right. Right. About how his dad's complete was never there. He shut down. Mentally. He used yeah, to be. Sh- he used yeah, to be. And, and then all of a sudden he's shut down. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I thought that was that was great. What did it say? He said, uh, a father's supposed to teach you to be a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and he he wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that still I'm glad you brought that up because that was that was pretty uh, pretty powerful speech for him. So we got a little bit of inkling what's going what what his dad was. Now I'm a little I don't know how um, <laughs> happy I was with that because I I thought there was going to be something maybe more interesting with the father. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, it became interesting. Not he really. died. He died. Yeah. But, I mean, I knew he died. We all knew he died. Well, I know, but how he died, I mean, like, he was still in rehab when his dad died. I mean, yeah. he had, like, all these feelings for his dad, so did and he, he didn't even get to say goodbye to him. Did, so do you think his dad died in an auto accident? Well, I mean, even if it was a head-on collision, it could have been that his dad, if he's going through depression, his dad could have made that collision happen. Right. He committed suicide. Right. Exactly. So... We might not know the full story yet. We we have like we're, we're scraping the surface, mm-hmm. or he took off with some chick and went down to Tijuana. <gasps> now that would be crazy, <laughs> huh? No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, yes. that would be yeah. cool though. Wouldn't that be cool? Like he would come up on now, his dad and be like, "Hey, what's up? Thought you were dead." Oh God, yeah, with Nicholas. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey surprise i completely just pulled that out of my ass mm-hmm. by the way. it was a good one though i liked it thank you okay thank you. good job um, <laughs> and wait what's the kid the kid that we always uh tobias tobias, tobias is there oh, with him just yeah. hanging out this is yes, yes. The, the the robin to the batman <laughs> that's right all right so um <laughs> hey, but you know what? like moving on <laughs> You know, I mean, we jumped ahead really to the second flashback, but that's okay because they actually kind of, you know, the yeah. flashback's going to be put in, you know, wherever in the show. It just, it was always there. But I'll tell you this, though. I got to I gotta say this, and I, you'll probably agree with me. Um, Kim Dixon can be a real badass mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. mom, but she does a terrible job trying to show emotion. Oh my god! Yes. That's what we've been saying all last season. Oh, yeah, we've talked about that. Those, a lot. those scenes with her trying to act like she's upset, trying to tell um, Nick about his father dying. It's I was painful. Just like, I was like, my god, that's some of the worst acting I've ever seen. I know. It's I like know. fingernails on a chalkboard. And and if you see her interviewed, she acts the same way. Yes, she's just a very dry person. Yeah, and I, I, uh, there's not. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just like, wow, I just can't see her as being. Uh, she isn't very motherly, that's for sure. No. It's like me trying to care when my children are complaining I turn right. the TV off. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Dad, we want Go some... Go play with something else. We want some dinner. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd like to take a nap. That's right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just have to say that. I mean, uh, she does a great job when she's doing the badass scenes with, like, with... Um, uh, strand and so forth but man any of the tender scenes oh jesus come on any with the, anything where she's trying to show femininity and be mm-hmm. caring yeah yes yeah it's always like she's cracking her knuckles um <laughs> yeah right yeah, it just doesn't work <laughs> no she gets the blackjack out <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh 
Exactly. So I guess uh, after that first uh, dip into Nick's past, though, is when he comes across that home, which he thought was empty. Which, by the way, how stupid are you? You're sitting in a building that you know nothing about, and you put your back up against an open window? What a, what a, what an amateur move. Oh, he's kind of naive, I guess. Even I know. You put your back up against the wall in a corner, no less. What? (laughs) What is that? Yeah, that was, like, I would not think, okay, yeah, this open room would be great shelter. No. Well, they obviously weren't big on furniture. No. Well, it was probably an abandoned building of some sort, but still... I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you this though, man. He had a bag of supplies and some and some water. That woman was not keeping me away from my bag of supplies hell, and water. Hell no, I'd tackle her. I would yeah. take, she cannot take. swing that freaking bat. What the I, hell was she saying too? Because they knows? didn't give us any know. any. Uh, I don't think we needed called? a translation. Well, that's yeah. Well, I turned the, to Kim. I was like, "What is she? You used to speak Spanish." What's going mm-hmm. on, Kim? All she, I used to speak Spanish. All she was saying is, get out! She get was out, talking too out. fast. I couldn't understand her. I think she was just she yelling, was get out. out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm letting her get between me and my bag. No. That was, I think that was the first one that where I felt like, okay, what the heck is going on? Because, you know, we're sitting here following Nick walking through the desert. He finally finds some shelter, and then he gets beat up by a woman with a baseball bat and takes off back into the woods. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then he finds himself in further trouble when he gets back on the highway, and right. um, he sees the abandoned cars there, and he, he, he actually I thought it was I did think it was a little humorous where he was where he was messing with the uh, zombie in the car, <laughs> yeah, teasing her. That was funny. But you could tell though, obviously his camouflage had worn off. Yeah, even though he looked pretty bloody to me, but evidently the camouflage. But he'd been sweating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're walking through the desert like that, and you're you're obviously gonna sweat. Right. And um, so he got a little bit of water. He found lady had a transistor radio, and he's checking it but out. But faux pas number two: Uh-oh. keep the bottle. Mm. You don't just throw the bottle back in the car. See, my 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 survival instincts are kicking in. Like, <laughs> you need to think, buddy. Think about what you're doing. Nick, Nick knows how to survive in the city. In a drug den yeah. and stuff like that. I don't think Nick's had a whole lot of experience out in the desert. Obviously not. Obviously. He's a little bit out of his survival element, but he managed to And the whole survive. cactus thing? Don't even get me started. <laughs> Go ahead. Actually, I thought, if you think about it, I thought that was brilliant because the, you can't do anything with a cactus. You know? Yeah. We, we know that. But he still was trying because he didn't know anybody. It just showed how naive he was. Well, if you tap a cactus, certain cactuses, not yeah. all cacti are right. like well, this. Yeah, like the cigarro cactus, the big the, ones. The saguaro, yeah. Oh, saguaro, I'm if sorry. You, if the big you, cigars. The big cigar cactuses. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke them yeah. if you got them, people. The saguaro cactus. Don't they, they have like milk in them, right? I don't know if you can drink no, that. Milk. But what what not milk. But the about? one, the one well, he was. No, it's the like one, a milky. Right. It is. It's like so, a milky yeah. thing. Okay, but, it's water, but yeah, whatever. You tap them and then it'll drip out. Yeah, the one okay. he was working on was, has no nutritional value. No. Correct. And, Correct. And I know but that. I've seen that before. But grabbing that. it the way he did, like, I'm glad they showed it that it was, like, difficult for him to grab. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, even I'm... just taking his shirt and trying to, to pop it like he was trying to pop it. Oh, my God, I was cringing. I was like, oh, my God, his fingers are probably just on fire. 
but I thought it was I thought it was a really good scene because it just showed you that the guy was totally out of his element. Yes, yeah. I agree. He did not I know totally what was going it. on there, and then he and then he takes a big bite of that stuff and pukes it all up. Is even worse because now he's puking up all the fluid that he did have. Right. Yep. Uh yeah. The yep. vet tech in me is screaming, "Stop it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are mm-hmm. you doing?" But he was so. desperate. But when he comes upon uh, getting back to the water bottle, you said. Um, yes. Yes, I diverged. That's yes. right. He starts playing with the radio, and we see we see the uh, jeep with our desperados come riding up in the distance. Mm-hmm. And uh, and these were the La- Las Manas, isn't that what she said? Las Manos. Las Manos. Las, or Las Manas. Yes. Las Manas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I'm taking to be uh, fiends. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, so they're evidently these guys got a big bat on towards uh, the dead, so they're out there finding them wherever they can and taking them out. Um, mm-hmm. And it was terrible when they found a live guy and killed him. Oh right, the guy in the car. Yeah, the old man him. in the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they found a live one, and they still ended up killing the guy. Yeah, that was so sad, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Poor guy. Was... Who knows how long he had been sitting there in that car? Yep. And he sees somebody coming along, thinking that okay, now I'm rescued, and then boink, right in the eye. Yeah. Well, I mean, these guys are just going around looting. I mean, they're not going around just killing. They're bad. The guys. infected are they? No, they're definitely no, no. They're, they're just they're just doing whatever. They're doing whatever. They're they're riding around seeing what they could find. Which when when Nick the leading up to it when he got beat up by the girl with the bat and then he was getting tracked down by the Manius guys here on the jeep mm-hmm. and he took off running the first reaction I had was why are you running because I, I was so pissed off because he ran away from the person with the bat but it was good because they would have come over there and found him after they heard the radio oh yeah yeah he had to run. Yeah, it was. I, at first, I was like, "That is a terrible idea." They were working but, car yeah. to car. They would have eventually gotten down to him, even if the radio hadn't gone off. Right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, couldn't he not have just turned the radio off? Obviously. Like as soon as you see that car coming towards you, you flip the switch. He had just turned it on. Turn it back off. Hello? Well, he, he didn't think. You know, he was he was thrown That's off the by problem. these guys showing up. But, he hasn't been thinking the whole time. Right. So he makes his way into the woods with bullets flying all around him because the desperados are after him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he breaks into another beautiful patch of desert and goes yeah. on another walkabout. Because now he's soulfully lost. Right, and that's when he actually has his run-in with the cactus and so forth. Right, right, right. But he eventually finds that um, VW bus, the, the yes. wreckage of it. Yes, which, okay... Mistake number like five thousand and six. He finds this VW bus after running away from the highway. He should have mm-hmm. just hidden in the trees. But anyways, I digress. But he goes up to this bus and Im- immediately puts his back to it, the door right. and mm-hmm. does not check the the stupid bus to see if there's anything inside of it. Right. I, I would have been more worried about the snakes underneath the bus when he was leaning up against it. But well, I would have been worried about whatever died inside of it while mm-hmm. it was sitting out there in the desert. <laughs> right. Actually, I think it had been there a long time. It had well, been he there doesn't know time. that. He doesn't it had know a big that. tree in it. Um, but anyway, so that's when then we slip into um, flashback number two, and that's the one when he's talking about his dad, or uh, talking to his mom about his dad dying, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. yep. Okay. So we've already touched on that. But what about the fact that he peed in his hands? 
We did not touch on that part. What about it? He peed in his hands. He did pee in his hands. (laughs) And uh, And it's not that he peed in his hands. Evidently, you can do that. Oh, my God. Drank the pee. He drank Uh the pee. That was in his hands. Like, okay, that's a good survival instinct. Yes, that is actually a good thing. But, oh, my God, he did it. Wow. Uh Well, yes, he did. Gross. I was a little worried he wasn't able to wash his hands afterwards. He wiped him on his pants. <laughs> yeah. That's he drinks his own pee and then he goes over to the sink and washes his hands. Oh, I can't have these germs. <laughs> Good thing there's a sink here to wash my hands after I just drank my own pee. Ugh. Gross. Oh, much much cleaner now. Gross. So anyway, Nick has his flashback. He gets his lowdown about his dead dad, and uh, and then <laughs> we come back to. Nick waking up with two dogs in his face. Yeah. Yeah. Intense scene. That was an extremely intense scene, for sure. And uh, the one dog, of course, attacks him right off the bat, and he fights it off with a rock and climbs up on top of the VW. Um, by the way, that damn VW had to be hotter than hell on top of that thing. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. I thought of that, too. Why not just get inside the stupid though. thing? Actually, everywhere had to be hot as hell. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> yeah. Cat on a hot desert. tin roof, though. Man. Yeah. So the dogs are going nuts, though, until they hear a group dun, dun, dun. of walkers. Yeah, the other infected yes. coming yes. up. Yep. See because you. they're attracting him. Mm-hmm. All the, wa- the infected are being attracted by the dogs. Yep. So I thought it was really cool the dogs attacked the, the dead. I mean, you know, I, I don't know why I wasn't expecting that, but... Uh, they went after him. They took on those guys. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out too well for them. Um, no. Dog, dogs got taken down by the horde. But um, you know, the, the interesting thing was that when they came up and the dogs a- attacked the infected, you could see Nick kind of smiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was almost like he was, they were there for him, you know? Well, like I think was, also, I think also he was kind of thinking, well, I'm going to let these two groups screw with themselves so i can get the hell out of here yeah but you know he's like all along he's kind of been using the infected as kind of his shield or he Uh moves around with them yeah right not only is he camouflaged from them but he's they're kind of his protection in a way so and you're exactly right because i didn't understand at first why he didn't slide off the bus and take off in the other direction yeah i know because he's not scared of them at all like specifically the undead he's not scared of i mean he you saw it when Mm. he was messing with the woman in the car and he grabbed the radio he was just kind of playing with her it didn't really bother him at all that she was biting right at him but i think you know Stu, i think i think it kind of gets back to um uh, a, a deeper look at nick in his past and so forth that i think the guy relates better to the undead than he does to people in some respects because of the yeah. way he's lived. I mean, his his life is, you know, his at least his adult experience has been on the edge of dying all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he understands how he can he can utilize them for his benefit, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. And I think he feels comfortable around them, too. Yeah, right. Because they're limited. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they can he can manipulate them. Well, they're also the outcasts of society, in mm-hmm. a way. Right. And, and mm-hmm. he relates to that because... As a druggie, he's never felt he's never felt as uh, you know included in anything, even as a part right. of a family. And unit. they never, they never let the walkers in restaurants or anything like that. <laughs> they really yeah. don't. They make a smoke no. on the on the street. That would right. be a really bad yeah, idea. 
They Talk always about get a seated buffet last. line. <laughs> Every restaurant's a buffet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a good one. Uh, I have nice, to say nice at, at the end of that though when they started walking away when um you started hearing uh, gunshots yeah and the horn like, the car horn the horn going off and stuff they start walking away that crazy one that starts oh man that scuttling across the ground and yeah. and Nick scuttling at him was even creepier yes yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like what is this crazy crab back. walk <laughs> that was yeah, he jumps really on him and gets crazy. the guy's belt. It's the uh, the the broken legged walker's belt. Yeah, ties off his leg with it. That was really creepy. It was like um, a scene out of The Ring or something mm-hmm. when she comes through the TV. Ugh. Well, it was also uh, finally they were actually able to give Nick a real limp. Yeah. Um, compared to the one he's been sporting for the all these episodes, his uh, drug addicted kind of weirdo. Well, limp. that was he got hit by a car. Remember. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he was just bruised. <laughs> just a flesh wound. <laughs> he just... It was just a car. It was just a car. I actually, made of nerf. I, I actually went back and watched the very first episode today. Yeah, and? And, I, you know, it's actually... If you go back and watch the characters, it's pretty interesting. Nick wasn't that bad off from the car accident, though. No, he really wasn't. So, he, But he's been limping the whole damn time. <laughs> <laughs> In the, yeah, he's been limping around in the old man outfit for quite a while now. But yes, now it's yeah, it was perfectly timed because he's now in in his Walker crowd. Yes, yep. As he's, he's walking down the street, right back on the highway again. Which that was crazy. He started like kind of hallucinating. Obviously, yes. dehydrate dehydration thing going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he starts seeing them all talking. Yeah, saying, "Come and with saying, us." Yeah, and then he us. sees Gloria again. Yeah, that was yep. really creepy. Yep. She says, I'll take you home. I, I was wondering what was going to happen if he actually passed out right there. I don't know how he made himself not pass out. Well, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I mean, he was in such close quarters with those things. I, you know, can't imagine he wouldn't be worried something would just take a little bite at him anyway. Yeah. Well, that was the first thing Kim and I were saying. Well, don't you want to, like, hang at the back of the pack? Right, exactly. <laughs> Do you have to be right in the middle of all of them? Right. Uh, you, like, keep them in front of you, at least. Exactly. So then we get we get the uh, the Desperados show up again. Mm-hmm. Coming down the road. They see a nice big old horde of, uh, of the walkers that they want to start taking out. So they get out their guns and they start shooting these guys, shooting the walkers. And, uh, and Nick's got them falling all around him. It's actually some pretty cool shots. Um, and Nick doesn't, you know, he doesn't really change his gait. He just kind of looks, but he's looking pissed. I know, he looks He's looking evil. royally pissed. And and the, the... Well, they're taking out his new gang. Exactly. You can't do that. But no. the, But the guy who was evidently the, I guess he was the leader of the, th- of the three, or at least the alpha dog, mm-hmm. um, was up there with his pistol shooting and... and that scene though, when he noticed that Nick was in there, yeah. he, he, he caught eyes with Nick. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could see at first he was bewildered, then he was scared, and then he was angry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, and, then, and then of course he couldn't load a bullet. Then he couldn't load a bullet because he dropped the whole damn thing. <laughs> but I will say this: for God's sakes, how slow are these guys? I know. I mean. That, you know, when he drops a bullet, that horde's got to be 20, 30 feet from him. And he was such a good shot just like five seconds before. 
And now all of a sudden he <laughs> and can't all of even. Sudden they're all yeah, over he him. can't even pick up a bullet to put it in the gun and then shoot them in the head. Like, come on, really? Well, it wasn't even that. The, the fat guy. Who he just walked right into it. I know. Yeah, that guy. I think still had ammo. Yeah, he did. He wasn't yeah. even trying to reload, and he just. He just walked right into it. <laughs> That's the one like, thing oh. I still have a problem with. I, I've always had a problem with it on The Walking Dead, and yep. I have a problem with it on this. Is Agreed. that these people? You know, you can outrun this shit so many times. I mean. Little juke right. here, little juke there, you're gone. Go OJ Simpson, you'll get the hell out of there. <laughs> Run around the backside. It'll take him like five minutes to turn around. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, come Lord. on. These things are standing not right in the fast path. movers. I know. Yeah. You know, it's even like it's even like when they're approaching Nick when he's on top of the bus. And uh, you know, and he's looking all worried. Oh crap, they're all coming towards the bus. And I'm thinking, Well, go over the other side, dumbass. Exactly. <laughs> Just run take, away. With the walkers, take out a knee, and they'll, like, take out one of them. They'll block, like, five of them. Come right. On. Oh, come on. Anyway, that's always been... That's a pet peeve of ours, I think, folks. Yes. Um, we got some really slow people. The slower than the walkers, which is... I mean, fun. I feel like I could outrun them. And I can't run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. But that's part of the scary, right? It's like, huh? yeah, well, they're gonna get you. They're gonna I don't get know. You. Somebody has to get caught once in a while, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I right. guess so. But it's use gonna... common sense. Like, I don't feel like these people use common sense sometimes. I mean, common sense tells yeah. you if somebody's coming at you, you run the opposite direction, not into right. them. You don't start crocheting yeah. all of a sudden. Right, right, without a doubt. <laughs> it's like, come on, put the knitting away. Oh my God, let me sit down. <laughs> um. <laughs> Exactly. Let's so, have a picnic. Let's have a picnic. Oh, sausage. Love it. <laughs> um, so we at that point, though, um, I guess that's when we start seeing um, the mysterious woman and the two guys oh. who are watching Nick through the binoculars. Yes. Right. What? Luciana. Yeah, because yeah, Nick, like, Nick like collapses on the ground, right? Right. Yeah, look, Nick's on his last rope. And Now, what I was interested, though, is that her first thing she says is, that's not him. Oh, I know. I wonder who, who him is. is. That? Exactly. Yeah, who was him? Who were they looking exactly. for? Mm. But they see Nick, and, and Luciana wasn't going to help him. She's a bitch. She's you know, cold-hearted. Yeah, yeah. But then the other guys were kind of like, oh, come on, we got to help him. we got to help him. Which I thought was interesting, because I didn't really... I, I didn't think they were good guys at first. Mm-hmm. But you could tell the other two guys were definitely good guys. And they were like, no, 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 we got to help yeah. him out. That was refreshing, actually. Um, now, what I, didn't I think didn't... they were related to the guys with the in, with the jeep, but I didn't know if they were good or right, bad. right, because they were standing and just keeping yeah. away. Definitely, um, I did think it was kind of funny though, because you could see they kind of said, "Yeah, let's help him" or whatever like that, but then they didn't do anything because this next thing we see is this rainstorm <laughs> coming down on Nick, and I'm like, "Well, that had to have taken a little while to get there." Well, she said no. Well, and whatever she says goes, apparently. She's the leader. She started to say no. And then they, the guy said, well, we've got to help him. And then they mm-hmm. just kind of left it that way. Yeah. So I figured they were going right down there to help him. And, no, he just got rained on. Um, best thing to happen to him. Um, I did think it was good that they that they did do the flashback, though, back to the um, drug den. Yes, I love that. I'm glad mm-hmm. they went back there. And evidently, I guess Nick killed her. Why do you say that? Overdose, you mean? The overdose. She died. Mm. That's why she went yeah. off on people. She he was dumping some stuff in the spoon, and then he like dumped right. a good bit He was bit dumping more. heroin into that spoon, and evidently whatever he gave her killed her. 
Scott, how do you know what heroin looks like? I mean, I mean, how can you take that leap though? <laughs> well, because she died. She, she was she the died, one who. Yeah. She's the one who attacked everybody in the in the church. Right, yeah, but what if she, she was pushing for another hit? Because uh-huh. they spent so much time showing her preparing for a hit and him getting the hit ready. I mean, I would think that that's why they were sh- showing that. But what if somebody came in and bit her, and that's why she died? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she could have been dragged out in the street and eaten by them. I, I it, no, she. They were showing her getting <laughs> getting ready to get lit up by Nick, and yep. that's that's why they were showing it. I mean, I agree. They showed they lingered long on that on the spoon, but I, I don't know. I think you're taking a leap. I think you're taking a leap. No, okay. I agree with Scott. I think you're wrong, Kim. And plus, the uh, showrunner guy said that that was their patient zero. Did he say it? On right, the walk, he said on the was, talking right, right, right. Week? He did say it was um, the patient zero. You're right, Stu. I forgot about that. Yep. Why yeah, would she be on patient the show zero? Afterwards. Well, he said that for the show, it was their patient zero. It was not right. necessarily the, the patient, patient zero. zero. Gotcha. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. It was, so, but it was is where everything started. Right. Oh, right, and whoever dies turns into the zombie. But still, I don't know. It just seems weird. Well, I just, I thought it was, I thought it was a a revelation that needed to be made that, you know, I think Nick bared some responsibility for it. But don't you think if if she had OD'd and she was sitting right next to him, why would she not chomp on him? She may have seen someone else. He was asleep. He was sound asleep. You know, they don't necessarily notice people that are just laying there. They notice people are moving around. Yeah. I mean, don't you think she would smell it? She, if she hear, no, they're usually driven by sound. Yeah. Maybe they she hear heard things. someone rumbling around downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why she woke she got up. That guy, she got that guy in the stairwell and, and whoever else All she right. was taking a little snack on. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. I think, you know, honestly, I think this is one of the first times Scott's, Scott's correct. Well, fine. Good night, everybody. I'm out of yeah. here. I'm leaving Do on the high. bell? Anybody got a bell? Ding, ding. <laughs> uh, um, well, you can sleep on the couch. Actually, <laughs> actually, you know, Kim, part of it is, that's part of why I went back and watched the very first episode again. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to see those beginning scenes. Yeah. And you can kind of kind of get the feeling that now that with the re- you know the revelation they gave us with this thing, you could look back at those initial scenes and say... Yeah, you know what? He was responsible for that. Hmm. No, you could be right. You could be right. You could be right. But it doesn't really matter. Anyway, I thought it was, I did think it was interesting, though, that we finally, you know, saw Gloria for what she mm-hmm. was. Right, right, right. What was the book that he was reading? Do you remember? Uh, something Ohio. It was, it was where the, the title of the show comes from. Yeah, something Ohio. I can't remember. Oh no! Yeah, it was um, it was some sort of as they described it, a coming of age story. But one of the chapters in it was called grotesque, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something grotesque. It was evidently, uh, from what I saw, it was a book that was for, that uh, the show creator you uh, had as a kid. Dave Erickson. Dave Erickson. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because uh, Nick says something about. Um, yeah, that it's kind of a coming of age story, and then he's like, and everybody's just saying stuff that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, but oh, yeah. but but Gloria wanted to read it. Well, didn't that was the last thing some, she said? He said something about how if you hold on to something, it'll corrupt you. 
Yes. And, Hold on something to too too long, it will corrupt. It will. And I'm wondering if that has anything to do with his dad. Like, he wants his dad to be there for him, but he's not. And so, in order to satiate himself, Nick himself, um, he does more and more of these drugs to make himself feel better. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, any drugs, it's filling, filling the void. Sure. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it re- what the relevant uh, relevance is to the yeah. um, to that quote though is um, if you hold on to something too long it corrupts it um, I'm not quite sure what exactly he's talking about there to tell you the truth well also like his mom treats him like a little child sometimes mm-hmm. and she's holding on to the idea of him still being her baby and he's at this point he's a grown man. And so she's not allowing him to be the person that he needs to be in this apocalypse. Like on the on the boat, like she was like, oh, don't go out there. Don't do this. Don't do that. And he's like, dude, I've got this. He's a bit of a man child, though, I think. Well, he is just because of his past. But still, yeah. I mean, he can handle himself and she's not allowing him to do that. It's kind of like Rick and Carl, although Carl was only 13 when this whole thing started. But, you know, like he had to he had to figure out that Carl could actually handle himself. And it's the same thing with Madison and Nick. She's got right. to realize that he can actually handle himself and he doesn't, she doesn't have to be there for him 24 seven. Right. And, and other people recognize that in Nick before she does. Right. Um, but do keep in mind, you know, at the very beginning of this show, Nick was a basket case. Yes. And, and, you know, even, I don't know if you remember the, the, the first guy that was a zombie was uh, the, the guy that was his drug dealer. Yeah. And, and Nick was just a basket case with that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy had total control over him. Well, he was still high on oh, drugs. Right, right, right. But he, right. But, but that's what I'm saying. And and his mom saw that. Mm-hmm. So that's why she would think that. But she was also trying to get Travis not to enable him too. Correct. Now I, I I'm going to say this. This is the biggest pet peeve of the whole show I've ever had. Why in the hell, when Travis went back into that drug den, did he not call the police? Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Are you freaking oh, kidding me? I, he yeah, finds blood all over the place. But you're grown, You're going way back. Man. I am Come going on. way back. Sorry, just a pet peeve. Sorry, it, it just came up. Um, <laughs> what happened to the seven days? <laughs> <laughs> it was nine days. <laughs> Damn nine those days. nine yeah, days. I know. You know, I had there was another quote that was really um, similar to to that one that you guys were talking about, which was. Everything not saved will be lost. Mm-hmm. That's very deep. That's from the Nintendo quit screen when you quit <laughs> Nintendo uh, games. What? Everything not saved will be lost. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. That's very deep, Stuart. Very deep. <laughs> I'm going to take a moment. <laughs> Ponder that. So what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. All right, so, so, um, so on that note, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we'll wrap up Grotesque. Yeah, yeah. How long were you willing to go before you reach yourself? Punchline after punchline, leading 
Okay, well, we're back. Ha ha. Been, <laughs> been so long. Um, last time we left you, we were talking about Nick and his little adventures. Um, we found... The next scene found Nick in a barbershop in Tijuana. He finds his way into Tijuana, in essence, and he's trying to um, find anything to help him out, and he hasn't found anything other than some duct tape, very crafty, yeah. MacGyver. Right, right. So he wants he goes MacGyver on his leg and tries to uh, patch it up, and that's when Lucia and her buddies show up. That was actually one of the first things I said when he left that pharmacy. I was like, did he not find any wound management stuff? There were no bandages in there at all? Well, it looked like actually he was putting some kind of bandage underneath the duct tape when he was putting it up, so maybe he found something. Yeah. Well, still. For God's sake. But he ends oh, up know. in a barber shop again. He keeps yeah, he ending up. People keep ending up in barber shops in this show. That's true. Yeah, that's a good. I point. didn't even put that together. True. Um. So anyway, well, it's a you know it's a place where people gather and they talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Social. <laughs> so they work it out between Le- Lucia and her buddies that uh, Nick's bite is not a zombie bite, but a uh, bite from a dog. So she says, "I have somebody that can help you." And they take him back to the compound. Right. Next thing we see is he's in a doctor's office, I guess. Or a doctor's work area. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we see we are introduced to the doctor. Um, do you, Does he have you, a name? Yeah, that's I didn't catch the name. Did you catch the name? I have no idea. No, he didn't I did say not. his name. In fact, did Lucia even say her name? How do you know these people's names? Yes, one names. of the other guys called her Lucia. Okay, okay. I thought it was Luciana. Okay. That too. Yeah, okay. Okay. Good. Luciana. Pick one. If you're really familiar, you can call her Lucia. Mm-hmm. Luciana. L. Lucy. Mm-hmm. Lucy. Yeah. She goes for I'm pretty home. much any of them. Yeah. Oh, Lucy, you had so much trouble. Um So anyway, Nick has a nice little talk with the doctor, which is uh it's actually a pretty cool talk, but um <laughs> Doctor patches him up. Well, you, you know, actually, the cool line out of it was that um, when he's bandaged, bandaging him up, he's Nick's kind of being a wimp about it, and the doctor's like, I heard you were tough. Yeah. And brave. He said, I heard you were brave. Oh, yeah, I heard you were brave, because, you know, they've been talking about what he was doing out on the road, where he's walking around with the dead. So I thought that was actually a, a good line, because, I mean, they're bringing people in, obviously, that they can utilize, that can right. help the community as well. So, I mean... You know, they're 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 watching what they're doing. It's like Alexandria, sure. going to bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, um, but anyway, so we in essence find uh, Nick in another community like Alexandria, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like um, the hilltop. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Prison. Uh... I will tell. You, I will tell you this though. Doesn't <laughs> it? Doesn't Nick's predicament kind of um mimic a little bit andrea's from the walking dead in what way when she found herself in um what was woodbury? the governor's town woodbury woodbury yeah but she was kind of out on her own and she oh, finds yeah. herself in this ikea or you know, idyllic, idyllic little yeah. little town yeah honest honestly they, to me it feels like they're they're trying to make him more <laughs> like rick and they're losing all the baggage of all these other people Maybe, well, that might you know. be so, but I understand what Scott's saying. Like, he doesn't know right 
I mean, he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know who these people are, but all of a sudden he's walking into this community that looks just fantastic. Mm -hmm. That maybe he can actually survive here. And I tell you what, the the one that made the the one piece of that, you know, when they did the rotating view around the compound mm -hmm. there, the market, the one thing that made it look so much like it was it was really just regular day was the guy boxing. I don't know. I didn't notice him. him. Uh, There's a guy up on on one of the roofs practicing on boxing (laughs) battles. That's really cool. <laughs> but yes, right. So so Nick finds himself in, in a nice little uh, hilltop community in the middle of T- Tijuana. Yes, yes. Which is... But it's obviously walled off. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and right. it doesn't seem very large. No, it doesn't. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they've had issues there. Big issues there. Yep. But they seem, you know, it doesn't seem like there's hordes of walkers all around and shit like that. So, mm. um, who knows? Who knows? Kim, you were gonna you were gonna say something, Kim. I was gonna say, how do you know they've had issues? Well, they're in the middle of Tijuana. They obviously have walls up. Well, that's just mm-hmm. preventative measures. Right. Uh, but you, yeah. you only do that if you've got something to prevent. Yeah, there's yes yeah, <laughs> and it's it's Tijuana. It's not like some backwoods little town. I mean there's tons of people. I know. In this and city, they're just over so... the border. Yeah. There's right. lots of people. So, and, you know, I mean, they're worried about the people that are, are on the border, her manias, the, those guys who are dirtbags going around looting uh-huh. and stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, you've got that stuff to the north. Mm-hmm. You've got all the people within the city as well. I mean, the, the, it's a lot like The Walking Dead. Yeah, they need to have some major protective measures going up. I mean,. I don't know. I mean, you got to think about like the the whole drug side of what's going on in Mexico as well. I mean, there's like the whole cartel thing. So, mm-hmm. lots of there guns. are some bad. Yeah, there are some bad people and some guns and some people with some know how to protect themselves. I guess is is a better way to put it. The sea turtle poachers, so, you know, unless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you, <laughs> exactly. Sea that, I would be mainly worried about the people that are approaching sea turtles at this point. Sea turtle soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, as long as you know someone who can make some tortillas, I know, and have some uh, supply of beans, you'll you'll be in good good hands. I know. I, think. I know. Lozano. Mm. Of course, that's Costa Rica. But anyways, um, no, I agree. I mean, it's it's pretty dicey right there. I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm just seeing a lot of parallels between the Walking Dead show now. Yeah, and, totally. That's what we were saying too. Right. I, I I'd like to see maybe a little bit of a difference. Same. I don't know. Yeah. Same. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, the Walking Dead kind of brings out the militants. Mm-hmm. You know, the right. people who are like trained for this end of world shit. The people along the border in Mexico are already there. Yes. They're sure. already fighting sure. a war, you know? So it's like you get a lot more people that are kind of ready to pick up arms or already have the arms in their hands already. Yeah, but, you know, I the military didn't just give up. I mean... Oh, are you talking about the Mexican military? Any militaries. I mean, come on. Yeah. They're, they're, they didn't just give up. I mean... No. I would expect to see something going on with militaries in these things if this is this yeah. early into the into the infestation i mean 
you know, it's nothing but outlaws now, which is what I would expect to see in, you know, the Walking Dead mm-hmm. show, which has happened a quite bit longer after You're this. Right. It's it's too too fast. Yeah. Too um society is society is completely broken down too fast. Yeah. Yep. Um well, yeah, that's why it's surprising that they've got a wall built up. Right. It's like hey, if if this was the sanctuary to go to, that was pretty quick. I mean, I could have certainly seen like the military taking over Mexico or something, you know. Yeah. Um I don't know. I just I'm missing a lot of that kind of stuff I would like to have seen going on. I don't think the society would just disappear all of a sudden. Well, when we left off with last season, they were having a hard time in a boat getting across the border. Like, what happened to all those people? Right, there's organization. Well, I mean, I would like to think that people would be somewhat helpful to each other still at this point. But, you know, Nick's Nick's made it back to the border. I mean, Tijuana is the border. Right. With the U.S. I mean, I would expect if there's any kind of force anywhere, it's going to be on the border somewhere. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, I mean, it just seems too fast. I agree. Too fast. Yeah. But I would, but I would still like to think that there would be some people that are like, you know, nice and helpful. Like, oh, let me, let me get you some food. Let me get you shelter and stuff like that. Right, right. Like I the, totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. There'd be, you know, nice groups of that. And so, but I guess what I'm, uh, what I'm talking about is I'm talking the larger world. I'm talking about, you know, there's, there's too much organization in the world for it just to completely disappear in a short period of time like that yeah agreed i mean there's no rel- there's no any kind of of uh, institution left mm-hmm. everything's completely gone it's all people making their own compounds and shit like that mm-hmm. that, that seems to be a little bit too fast to me i mean how how far in do you think we are now um not far uh, the showrunner said two months yeah two months into it did he really yeah. yeah, in two months, two months, in two months, the society has completely ceased to exist. No way, including the U.S. Right. Yeah. I mean, I you know, there there's got to be more to it. Yeah, it's awful strange. It's it's gone to you know it's gone to the small world of The Walking Dead, which is actually easier to make into a series. But you know, well, especially with how slow these zombies are. Come right. on. Right. Yeah, you could pick them off easily <laughs> yeah, like, mm-hmm. with entire, a rifle. The entire government, the entire world is not going to fall to this not that, that quickly. Right. I mean, In come on. Months. The military would be able to protect itself for at least a while. Yeah. And especially with when you see, like, uh, you've got the guys in the Jeep and you got got um, Nick, mm-hmm. who are, they're all extremely confident that they figured these things out, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason they they get into trouble is because they're overconfident. Sure. Not because these things are overrunning them. Right. So yeah, it's way too quick in two months, I think. But right. I mean, you know, even the whole national guard disappearing and so forth. I mean, yeah, I got to get back to my family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I mean, there's <laughs> there would be there would still be a large military presence. At least, yep. if anybody. But I guess still be I guess that doesn't make for interesting TV. I don't know. Well, it makes I don't I, I think it makes harder to produce in a television show. Maybe. Well, I mean, I still I've said this all along, and I still agree that Dave Erickson. I would really like to see him replaced as a showrunner. I don't think he's taken the show into a good direction. 
I think he's running it into the ground, honestly. And I think that, well, one, he's telling too many of the secrets before we know what's actually happening. He's sitting on the Talking Dead couch telling us everything that's happening in the future. I mean, like, for God's sakes, put a gag order on that guy. But, um, but two, I don't think he's doing it justice by showing us, like, what really happened in those days before The Walking Dead, you know, took hold. Uh-huh. I would like to have seen, I, I really would like to have seen Society break it down for, the, for the first two seasons. Same. At least. Exactly. You know? Me too. You know what? I have to say, I, I like, with the lack of explanation, he, he gives away a lot of the secrets, but with a lack of explanation as to why certain decisions are made from him when he's talking mm-hmm. about, I really wonder how much control even he has over right. the show. I mean, because uh, it seems, when he's, like, explaining about... Um, like why they even based the entire first episode on Nick? I was like, there was no real reasoning there. What did right, he say? Right. And that's and well, really. he he didn't really say much. He he said, um, oh well, we thought Nick was an important character or something like that. It was it was right. something basic like that, and it was like you don't start a whole second half of a season based on that little amount of information. Right. And to me, like someone else was the writers or someone else was really pushing that. And I don't think necessarily that he knew what was going on or or he knew what was going on, but that, that it was his decision that he was really pushing to do that. Well, actually, you know, that, that the talking dead show. Yeah. Is a big tease. I mean, it's, it's actually incredibly frustrating to watch because they don't really tell you anything. And um, no, but, but with, um, you can get some insider stuff, which is kind of cool. But yeah. uh, but they don't reveal anything. Oh, Dave Erickson does. He did on this last one. He was like telling all kinds of stuff about like backstories of mm-hmm. Colonia and like the community that they found. Right. And all this stuff that you're like, dude, aren't we supposed to find this through the show? Like, do you need to tell us all about this right now? Well, it seems to me like Galian Hurd is like a big. I mean, she's one of the producers of both shows, but. She seems to be a big presence on this show. And Kirkman and Nicotero seem to be taking kind of a backseat. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're kind of letting her just like do her thing over here. Which is surprising too though, because I mean she did didn't she do aliens and she's done a lot of big stuff. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. you would think that she would make it go into a certain direction, but I don't know. I don't know who has more influence over who, but Something I, I would think that a lot of the stuff we're seeing would be more like third season type stuff or fourth season, really. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, build up like the character base and storyline. They should be, you know, you know, there would be armies on the move at this time. Yep. I mean, they should be dealing with that. I mean, good God, the, the military was, a, was together enough to bomb Los Angeles. Right. You know, and that wasn't that long ago. Right. Exactly. So hopefully next episode will be a little bit more fast paced. And uh-huh. it sounds like we're going to have a few more characters in there. So I tell you the episode, though, if they do it, I'm not looking forward to is is Travis and his son. Ugh, I know. <laughs> you know what, though? I think that not this episode, but the next episode, I think well that's said. exactly what it is. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, which is just a shame. Well, buy yourself a, cube, go a few good beers. All episode, they're going to go fishing. Yes, and you should be will. good. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Actually, you know, it's funny. Again, I like I said, I went back and watched that first episode again. Travis's character in that first episode was great. I know. I mean, he was really dynamic. And now he's become blasé. He's a pushover. Yeah, and his son is just a ass. Exactly. I agree. I totally agree. I thought they killed him off. That was a dream, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. That was a dream, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not hey, reality. Hey, I want to ask you this, though, uh, before we get off all of this. <laughs> what do you think happened with Daniel? Oh, gosh. Totally forgot. Oh, about like, Daniel. is he alive or not? Yeah. Oh, I still hope and think that he's, he's hanging alive. out with Nick's dad in Tijuana. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll see Daniel again. You think? I do. I do. Oh, I do too. I do too. I think we'll see him again. I'm just like, I yeah. hope so. Oh shit! Hopefully, he's not talking to his wife anymore. Jesus. No, no, no. But, 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 but. Okay, so so new characters came in. Who do you think Luciana is to the community? Like. Um, Who is she and what is she about? I think she's the badass female, and I think she's going to be... I think she's going to be Nick's new love interest myself. Well, she's definitely one of the leaders, and uh, because the other two guys were kind of looking at her for decision on what to do with this guy. Mm -hmm. I think the doctor is the main leader. The pharmacist. You think so? Yeah. Well, doctors are always important, but I don't... Right. I think he's he's the one that they rallied around to form that community. So... But I think um, I think Luciana is probably Action Jackson in that community. Yep. Hmm. Well, okay. We will soon find yes, out. We will. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up our review. Are you ready to get into the listener feedback, Stuart? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we had um, some uh, comments from Misty Rain sixty on Twitter, and she said, "Glad it was all Nick!" Exclamation point. At FanMomAF said, I really enjoyed it. Frank Delane is so good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, At Lady Dixon KR, who we know, uh, said, I enjoyed going on the journey with Nick. He is definitely my favorite. I also like the insight on his backstory. Agreed. Or was his back... His backside? Backside. (laughs) (laughs) I like that backstory. (laughs) <laughs> a little backstory going on there. Oh, oh wait, oh. Oh, we had uh, OTH Madagascar. Yay, Madagascar! Hey, ah, nice. long time no here. <laughs> I said I liked it, but I hope that this episode was a one in a million thing, though, because it was almost boring. Well put. Mm-hmm. Well put. Mm-hmm. Well put. And yeah, we... we don't want to have a ton of these. Good God, no. Yeah, but it was almost boring. Not uh-huh. necessarily boring. But not necessarily boring. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. And we did get an email. We got greetings. I actually liked last night's episode. It was okay. Was it one of the best? No. <laughs> but it wasn't one of the worst either. Somewhere in between. But I don't mind character building episodes as much as some Walking Dead fans do. I think those are the episodes that help us get invested in the characters. I like Nick and think Frank Delane is a great actor, just like his dad, Stannis Baratheon from the Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Y'all didn't know See? that? Actually, I don't know no, who that is. No, I didn't is. know that. Yeah, Are you not watching watch Game, Game of Thrones? Thrones at all, but I didn't realize that was, he's, they're related. That's crazy. Okay, go Y'all ahead. need to get in with it, seriously. 
Mm. Uh, Anyways, she went on to say, he is fascinating to watch. Now, if this episode was the same episode with, say, Madison trudging through the Mexico desert alone, I would probably have a way worse response to it, LOL. What I liked about (laughs) the episode most were his flashbacks and interactions with Gloria and his walk with the herd and his deprivation delusions. He was brave to the point of being reckless and suicidal at times. And I always like how they work the title into the episodes, which was the book he had at the church with Gloria that turned out to be Sherwood Anderson's Book of the Grotesque. Okay, there you go. And when Gloria asked him what it was about, he said something along the lines of, when you hold on to something too hard or too long, you corrupt it, which could describe his relationship with his mom. It could reference or parallel many things in the show and in his life. And after his spiritual walk through the desert, running from one angry woman, i.e. Madison, he finds yet another angry woman, Luciana. LOL, poor guy. What I did not... He does know how to find him, doesn't he? He does, he does. What I did not like about this episode, some of the knucklehead things he did, like sleep on the ground in the middle of the desert instead of on top of that car. For sure, I agree. And the whole thing with the dogs. I'm a dog person, and I hated to see these dogs gutted, even if they were big, burly, mean dogs and not little fluffy puppies. It was hard to watch. I also didn't like that scene where the lady came in and tried to beat him with a bat while he slept and would not take his bag, would not let him take his bag. I get it. It could have had a weapon in it. I wish they would have put the subtitles where she was, what she was saying. There were a few times Spanish spoke, and there were no subtitles. But overall, not bad. I'd rate it a 6 or 7 out of 10. I think next week will probably be Madison and Strand's group, and the week after that, Chris and Travis. So I don't expect them to find each other until probably the season finale, but hopefully we'll have some interesting groups and people added to the show. I'm interested to hear y'all's take on things best. Kara in Virginia. That was nice. Wow. A lot of work into that one. I do think um, the... I do think part of this stuff about Nick doing really dumb things in the desert was important because I think it showed him as not being someone who knew what he was doing out there. Yeah. Right. You know. Agreed. Um, and I think that was that was kind of the point by showing stuff like doing dumb things like sleeping on the ground and so forth like that. Um, so like Scott trying to fix his toilet. Yes. God almighty, you know me well. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Jesus, don't even try. Just I'm get the plumber trying. in there. Exactly. Seriously. I got a phone. I got a checkbook. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't let the Home Depot coax you into thinking you can fix, fix it, something. Fix it, man. Yeah. Fix it. <laughs> well, I think also he's he's um, dehydrated, you know? Uh-huh. And when you're in that state where, you know, you get kind of delusional and you don't know what's going on, you make very bad decisions. Yeah. Although I think that more of that is just because he is inexperienced in that survival situation. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I totally agree with everything that you said, Kara. Uh-huh. Drives me nuts. Yeah. All right. So, but anyway, uh, next week will be episode nine, Los Muertos. Los Muertos. Los Muertos. The dead. Los Muertos. The dead. Nice. After the fall of the compound, Madison Strand and the others forge a tenuous path forward. Meanwhile, Nick is recruited for a perilous assignment. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Does, does <laughs> Great Nick, minds. <laughs> does Nick ever not do a perilous assignment? I, I mean, know. He's like the pansy. He's he got does a death everything. wish. I mean, my <laughs> God. 
<laughs> you know, it's funny. Kid. You know, going. I do want to say this. Going back to the one thing that the doctor did say about Nick that I thought was great is he said when Nick was talking about, um, you know, he's almost got a death wish, and mm-hmm. the doctor said, "Death is not to be feared, but it shouldn't be pursued." There's a difference. Yeah. Right. Right. So don't walk with the dead, dumbass. That's yep. right. Don't look for it. Yeah, stay away. Exactly. Back up. Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. He's he's way too comfortable with it. Um, that's his gang. That's his defense mm-hmm. in this world. I mm-hmm. mean, that's the one thing that no one else is comfortable with. Right. I mean, that's a pretty hefty weapon to have. Right. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. What were you going to say, Kim? Um, you know, the one thing we didn't touch on is why did Nick even leave in the first place? Like... I understand that he needed to be away from his family, but this is different from when back in his druggy days where he would disappear for a few days or a couple of weeks, but he would always come back. Like there's nothing to well, come back was, to this time. He doesn't know where right. these people are anymore. But you remember he blamed them for ruining Cecilia's compound. Yeah. But does that mean he never, ever, ever, ever wants to see them again? He never wants I to see so. his mom and his sister again. I think pretty like much because he, he said that everywhere we go is destruction, and he was comfortable. He, where he's going right now, he's he's trying to find pe- people that are comfortable with the dead because he was he was comfortable with how, with Celia's uh, thing. Yeah, but still, uh-huh. I mean, like that's his mom and his sister, and they've helped him so much. I know, but maybe he's thinking if I find them or find some other connection, I can somehow prove it to them and bring them around or something. But, you know, and he may not have, he also may not have recognized them as having helped him. Yeah. Um, He may recognize, you know, he may look at it as they've interfered in his life. You know, most of the stuff that they did to help him is when they've been running after him. Mm hmm. And he wasn't looking for it true i guess it just seems kind of strange that he would knowingly take off like this into the desert has no idea where his family is at all and no idea where he's heading i mean he knows he's going to tijuana but he doesn't know what's ahead nick nick is a drifter totally he's always been a drifter he's a drifter he's 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 off on a it's quest just that things are different now you know things are more mm-hmm. finite you never know yes. what's around the next bend. Mm-hmm. And it just seems Absolutely. like you would want to stick with people that you know and people that you can trust. Like, yeah, they might be assholes to him, but at least he knows they're not going to kill him. Right. Yeah, he's looking for clarity. Mm-hmm. He's looking for, you know, something figure it out on his own. Right. With, without these other people muddying up the waters of his understanding. I, I suppose. Think. I suppose. Just not happy with Nick. <laughs> pretty pretty deep stuff. It there. is, it is, it is. It is. Pretty deep stuff. Well, on top of all the Fear of the Walking Dead stuff, we did get some um, comments about the finale of Preacher. Mm-hmm. Evan Brookman wrote in, and he said... By the way, Evan, we need to keep it under a thousand words next time, <laughs> if you don't mind. Um. <laughs> Evan did... Fine. Everything's yeah. fine. No, Evan will appreciate that. He understands the humor. Yes. yes. Exactly. He says, The preacher finale is done, and I'm not attempting to hold the show specifically accountable to the source material. They are separate yet similar entities, and that is fine. 
I did find part of the show's message to be in conflict and possible. That is why I found the town's reaction. Um, sorry, Evan. There's some issues here. Found the town's reaction the night to the night's revelation to seem odd, even for I don't know. Maybe I lack the theologian background to properly grasp all the concepts at play. Possibly you three and your Catholic school backgrounds will clarify all this for me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, we did not pay attention. I did not pay attention in Catholic school. Um, no, I used to get kicked out of class all the time. Oh, I know. But that's okay. Par for the course. I, I got a nap. Yeah. <laughs> we are your stereotypical Catholic school kids. Um, it's a, he goes on to say, it's a fairly standard idea that without God, people would tear themselves apart. They displayed this a bit after the revelation of not knowing where God is. Not knowing where God is is a bit different than accepting the non-existence of God. I totally agree with you. Uh Clearly in the church, when Jesse put the question to the perpetrator, the answer given was not that God did not exist. They They just had not seen him. Right. I suppose that leaves people to interpret the message however they see fit. And some clearly went with non-existence. This totally ignores the idea that they were speaking with an entity outside the church, presumably from heaven. Also very true. Jesse uh-huh. states that they are commencing their road trip to find God and help him or her, or wait, and help him or kick his ass, indicating at least for Jesse <laughs> a belief that God exists, but he just has not been seen. Seth Rogen made at least one reference to the idea within the show that God does not exist. I guess this allows for people to choose, but I thought the reaction of the town folk seemed odd. I guess that threw me off a little bit, but now that I think about it, if you show ten people, ten different people a picture, then you get ten different interpretations. Maybe that's what happened here, and I just don't see their angle. Evan Brookman. Yeah, it's true, but you know, Evan, I think part of the way you want to look at this, too, is that... It may not be that the people were thinking that there was not a God. It may be that they were so upset because God had abandoned them. Yes. Right. You know, they recognized there was a God, but you know what? God said, bye. Um, so, you know, it, in some respects, that may even be worse. Agreed, because God is supposed to always be there, right? You always mm-hmm. assume that God's going to be there listening to your prayers and um, God is always going to be there helping you and, and, you know, doing almost doing your bidding pretty much. Mm-hmm. But when God makes the choice it's to not train to Clarksville, yeah, to not be there for you. And he's like done. Like mm-hmm. God's like, I need a spa day. I need to go off and think, clear my head. When God makes that choice, it's like, crap, I've been abandoned. It's totally God can't take a spa day. What? <laughs> but it's totally different than the fact that, or the idea that God just does not exist. If God right. makes the choice to not be there to listen to you, then he's abandoning you. And that is so much worse. But it should, it also would, either way would explain the people going absolutely bonkers. Yeah, totally. Either way. Either way. Well, it also brings God down a level from God. Yeah. He's more human. Exactly. At that point, too, which wow. is God takes a break. Yeah. He yeah. takes vacation. He's he's gone for a little bit. Or maybe not vacation, but he just, you know, the thing that we went to play golf. He's fallible. Well, yeah, we're yeah. constantly. He's fallible. He's 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 like he he gets overwhelmed and he wants to get gone, too. Exactly. Yeah, and the guy that's 
playing God, who gets called out for it, uh-huh. gets hauled away by other angels. He's just another because, functionary. I know, because he, he, he screwed up. And they're like, yeah. get him out of there. But, yep. but, but Evan's got a point. Like, the people totally just glossed over the fact that this guy was actually in heaven. Heaven uh-huh. exists. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, and right. um, God might not be there at this moment in time, but heaven exists and God was there. God does exist too. So, well, they might be filming from somebody's basement, but. <laughs> what? Technology is. <laughs> They're not is necessarily up. filming from heaven. Well, <laughs> I think. Okay. I still think the fact that. that I still think the fact that. No one, yes, they believe now that there's a heaven and no one's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. That would send people over the it edge. It means all hell has broken loose. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the whole, like everybody that witnessed it is dead, so, yes. except for the. I mean, three. yeah, it really didn't matter anyways. Well, I guess it did matter because the fact that the guy who ran the um, control board for the, for the poop mm-hmm. factory was what made it all go to poop. <laughs> This is a good point. Well, he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack because he was with a hooker. That's right. He was getting his mm-hmm. on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. good point, Devin. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, and if any of hey. you have other points about Preacher, please feel free to write in. And we'll discuss Preacher even though fear is on. It's no, no big deal. Right. We love Preacher, too. Shoot, if you want to talk about The Walking Dead, too. I welcome it. Ugh, I'm getting mm-hmm. so excited for The Walking Dead. <gasps> <laughs> Cannot wait. And the more and more it gets closer, the more I'm getting excited for Walker Stalker Con, too. Wait, mm. when does The Walking Dead actually come back on, though? When, October 23rd. The, the October. And the next yep. week yep. is Walker Stalker. Atlanta. Okay, okay. So there is an episode before Walker Stalker. All right. Yes. So that means when Walker Stalker actually happens here in Atlanta, everybody's going to know who's got who got killed. Everybody's going to be crying. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. the person, whoever it is, they got killed. Their line for autographs is going to be like out the door. You know what? I I hope that it's not going to be like uh, after the what was it? The Glenn thing was the last time before Walker Stalker, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Uh-huh. And people were freaking out. But, they oh, got burned Glenn on that die? one, though. Did they Glenn got burned die? on yeah. that. Yeah, and I got my picture. I'm wondering taken if it's going to be the same, like because they were spreading rumors everywhere, like oh, people will be crying in the streets and it's going to be awful. And then we find out Glenn didn't die. I was like, even the cast members were hosing that one. Right. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think they, they're not going to try that again. Mm-mm. I hope not. They would be stupid to try that again. Oh, they wouldn't do that because they'd lose so, fan base, right? So you mean no. Gabriel's <laughs> line will be really long? No, it's not going to be Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think it's going to be? I have my idea now. I have, I'm pretty strong. No, I think it's going to be... Is he be, still alive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think, Sorry. Tim? Abraham. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I think so, too. I'm all He's over expendable. it. It's got to be expendable. Abraham. It's... I said the, the start because, the, like, the first thing, the first comment was, are oh, you taking it like a man? Exactly. Uh-huh. And, and he stood up yeah. to him. Right. He yep. got back up. And, yeah, he was the only one that stood up to him and showed any t- uh, sort of strength mm-hmm. to where he would be a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not Rick and Carl. We know that for a fact. 
It's, yeah, it's not Glenn. more than likely not a girl. Hmm. It's and a girl's not getting back up after that first hit. Exactly. Well, you know, let's give some girls some credit, but still. No, no, I know it's not that. I'm just saying I don't think that they would do that. I don't think so either. It's not Glenn because you would have heard Maggie freak out exactly. or vice versa. It's mm-hmm. not um, Aaron because that's just too easy. Same with Eugene, mm-hmm. I think. Right. Um, and that leaves... Eugene's not getting back up either. Right. And that leaves you... Daryl and Abraham. Daryl's the moneymaker for the show. I think Eugene might be laying down already. <laughs> right. And not only that, Daryl Daryl's <laughs> in such bad shape, man. It wouldn't take much to knock him out. And same with Maggie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just That's leaves Abraham. you with Abraham. Unfortunately. All right, we solved it, folks. You don't need to watch it. Yeah, seriously. And We're going to skip it. I love him. He's so awesome. But, yeah, I think it's Abraham, and it really sucks because he's a really mm-hmm. cool guy. Yep. So. Oh, well. So I'm really excited. That'll take care of his love triangle, I guess, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yes. That'll eliminate yeah. that whole storyline. Yes, yes. But I bet there was... But who the hell is going to come up with the cool one-liners? Well, I bet there exactly. will still be some animosity between the two chicks, but... Maybe so. Um. Yeah, so that sucks. Sucks. But I'm very excited about it coming back. And I'm very excited about Walker Stalker. Very good. Yes. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I find that to be a wrap. Totally. We are done. We are done. Yes. So, so yeah. So, thanks, everybody, to listening to our premiere podcast for Fear of the Walking Dead, I suppose. Um, you can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. You can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch with us or send us thoughts on the episodes, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. And we will most assuredly read your comments on air. So we'll be back next week for episode nine of Fear of the Walking Dead. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye. Picture yourself in a boat on a river. With tangerine trees and marmalade skies Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly A girl with kaleidoscope eyes Cellophane flowers of yellow and green Towering over your head Look for the girl with the sun in her eyes and she's gone! Cheeto face shit gibbons. <laughs>